everybody, welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 225 in year five, and uh, it is the new year. I'm recording this on January 3rd, 2024. I hope everybody that's listening to this had a great holiday, uh, happy new year, and all of that jazz. Hopefully you got some good Christmas gifts if you celebrate, and hopefully your new year hasn't started out crappy. You know, hopefully you weren't one of those people out there that blows off their hand with fireworks because that's never a good time. And there's always somebody that does it every single year. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in typical Batman news fashion, we're starting off the year with nothing. Uh, Actually, I don't know if that's typical news. I I just had to say something. Okay, Uh, I do want to say that if the audio sounds different or maybe there's some popping or some randomness, I got a new mic. Um, or I'm, I should say, I'm finally able to use a mic that I use that I've had for a really long time. It's an XLR mic. Apparently, the quality is supposed to be better. Um, I don't really know. I, it's made by the same brand. I think both mics sound great. So you be the judge. But just in case anything seems weird, it is the first time I'm recording a full-length podcast with it. So hopefully, everything goes really well. But with that said. There's really only one bit of news that I saw come across my radar. If uh, a lot of y'all didn't watch the last episode, which a few of y'all didn't, hey, I totally get it. It was a a review episode. But uh, we did actually have a topic and viewer questions in it. So in case you want something else to listen to, I talked about how the Matt Reeves verse, there was all these villains that were coming out. Uh, that were apparently going to be in Batman 2, and James Gunn debunked that. So if you want to hear that, go listen to the last podcast. Um, Before I get into the only bit of news that we have, I do want to make... It is the new year. There's a bunch of people. This is a time when everybody's like, New Year's resolutions, my goals for 2024. Uh, If you follow the new channel, you know that I dropped my predictions video already for 2024. Bunch of crazy stuff that I think is going to happen, or I'm predicting to happen. And I'm also going to be dropping a goals video sometime next week. Just wanted to separate both of those. But with the new year upon us, I want to actually, you know, we should have a goal for Batman Newsweek, okay? We've been doing this channel on YouTube for a really long time. And I think it's time we finally get it to 500 subscribers that will allow us to get some type of monetization on the channel we still need to get to 1,000 to get actual like ads and stuff like that. And maybe people are like, I'm not going to fucking subscribe because I don't want no damn ads. But we would hope that you, uh, you know, help out the podcast. You know, hit that subscribe button a little bit. But I am going to ask, if you have never subscribed to the YouTube, if you have a YouTube channel and you've never subscribed to the channel because maybe you listen to us on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else, please drop a sub on the podcast. If you've been listening for a while, we do really want to get to 500 subscribers this year. We're currently at 351. So we only need less than 150. So I'd really appreciate it. If you don't have a YouTube channel, if you have a Gmail account, it is so easy to make a YouTube channel. If you're already signed into Gmail, just go to YouTube. It'll ask, it'll have an icon in the middle. Just click on that. It'll say, do you want to start a channel? Bada bing, bada boom. Hit that subscribe button on Batman News Weekly. But Anyways, that's the last bit of promo for the podcast that I'm going to do. And we're going to move on to the only news of the week. And that was this little bit of news we got about Batman the Cape Crusader. You know, remember that show that Amazon bought and we haven't really heard anything about? Well, we finally got some news. And it is that it is described as a very different 
to Batman the Animated Series, uh, including more visual violence and noir-like tone. Now, um, that sounds awesome, right? Ooh, yeah, Batman beating up people and uh, the noir detective thing all sounds great. I'm curious... Uh, well, I did. We I think we did find out that... Who was it? Is it Ed Brubaker that is, like, the head writer behind this? I, I'm down for that. Love that. Because I, I want to say a long time ago he said he was done with DC or he was done with Batman, but then they offered him this, and he was like, all right, I'm coming back. Which, why wouldn't you, right? Um, longest Bruce Tim is not the main person in charge. I'm down. Because I don't know if this is true or not. I think they're buddies. Maybe they're not buddies. But I often do feel like Bruce Tim, because everything was his designs and his visions back in the day. I'm curious if he was, if he was ever like... I can write a good story because everybody was always talking about how Paul Dini had all the best stories, which were true, you know? Uh, so I'm curious because I don't, I don't think I've heard that Paul Dini is attached to this in any way. I hope he does a couple of episodes, if and you know, at least because, I mean, come on, it's Paul fucking Dini. Um, but we'll see what happens. I am just very curious on, I want a trailer. Like, it, we've been waiting a really long time for this. But I am excited to see uh, that, you know, it's going to apparently more visual violence. I think it's, I think by that, you know, it is Amazon. So Amazon's cool with, I mean, Amazon in The Boys 3 had people fucking go inside of a penis or whatever the hell they did. Or a penis exploded on people or whatever the fuck. It was crazy. Um, they just had some crazy shit happening on The Boys. And well, so visual violence, like if Batman's like beaten in skulls or something like that, I'll be very curious, you know, breaking some bones and whatnot. That's what I'm expecting. Um, the noir-like tone, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. And I think it's smart to differ from the Batman the Animated Series because you're never going to be the Batman the Animated Series. You're not going to be Kevin Conroy. Like, I mean, also Mark Hamill as Joker. You're, it's, that whole cast is iconic. So it's best to differ from it, not to try to, you know, um, what is what is the word? Um, oh, my God. Uh, adapt it? No, I don't know. I, I'm missing the word right now. But you know what I mean? Basically, don't copy it. Like, it's better just to do your own thing. And so I'm excited to see what it is. I will say I'm still not a big fan of the ears they're going with here. Um, they have the weird, like, curvy spike ears. Uh, they kind of, like, uh, flare out. I've never been a big fan of that back cow. It is iconic. I will agree with that. But I've just never been a big fan of it personally. I think I've grown really attached to uh, short... Not... Not the dark knight short ears but i'm talking about like medium ears because there's like really long pointy ear batman i'm a fan of like middle of the pack batman ears like i don't want them to too long i don't want them too short you know what i mean but it is what it is anyways uh so yeah that is what you can expect that is all the little bit of news that i've seen i was looking through things and i didn't see anything else pop up i will check twitter one more time to see if anything comes up um but from my understanding there really wasn't anything um let's see passing wait hold on margot robbie talks about passing harley quinn to other actors what is this hold on i i'm just seeing this right now this came out today uh could mark margot robbie's uh i'm reading this from batman news uh, could Margot Robbie's time as Harley Quinn be coming to an end? It certainly seems that she may be ready to say goodbye to the clown prince of Cr princess of crime. In a variety profile that focuses on Lucky Chap Entertainment Productions, Margot was asked, are you hanging up Harley's bat now that Lady Gaga is playing the character in the upcoming Joker? 
Um, I always wanted Harley to be a character that would get passed on to other actresses to play. That way, uh, um, wait, the way there are so many uh, many iconic male characters. Um, that was always the dream for her. She added, Harley's so fun and can go in so many different directions. You put her in someone else's hands and it's like, uh, what are you going to do with her? Uh, the options are endless. Um, yada, 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 yada. Well, that doesn't really, that doesn't really say anything. Um, so yeah, I guess there's not really much to that. I think they just asked her that. Uh, I think Margot Robbie still wants to play Harley Quinn, but there's no telling, there's no telling what, what could really happen, right? Because, um, you know, she just had a billion dollar movie with Barbie. She's probably getting offered a whole bunch of other roles. And yeah, maybe she doesn't want to, you know, maybe she's like, oh, I had my DC and now it's time for somebody new. So We'll see. We'll see. I do hope she comes back. I mean, John Cena's coming back. Uh, you know, James Gunn is in the lead or the head of everything now, so I don't see why she would... She seemed to enjoy working with them. So we'll see what happens. But that was uh, some other news right there. Is Harley Quinn... Is Margot Robbie going to hang up the Harley Quinn bat? Um, I hope not. I, I really enjoy Margot Robbie. I think she's amazing. And I hope she continues being Harley. But, you know, they're kind of rebooting everything. I don't know, man. You need to keep somebody big, like a Margot Robbie, because you're really only going to have John Cena be the only returning person and James Gunn's wife. Like, you got to keep some people over from the old guard, you know what I mean? But we'll see what happens. Anyways, with those two bits of news out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go over to viewer questions, which since, you know, uh, we don't have too many from the last video, but we did get one in the Discord from Arwitz who says... For the DCU, who would you want to see as the first villain slash villains to go up against the Justice League? I want to see a villain. I don't want multiple villains because that's that's kind of the problem I think a lot of these movies do is they think you need to have multiple villains to take on the Justice League. Where the Justice League is like that team comes together for world ending threats. You know what I mean? Um, you don't need to have a bunch of villains unless you're doing Doom's uh, Legion of Doom. It's the only time that you want a bunch of villains going against the Justice League is the Legion of Doom. And I think if you're going to do movies like that, then that's like Justice League versus Legion of Doom, Justice League versus Suicide Squad, stuff like that. I think we'll get Justice League versus Suicide Squad as like the second movie, I think, if they are going to do like multiple Justice Leagues, because I think people would just love that, um, especially if you keep Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie around, right? She can star in that movie. It would be a huge blockbuster hit. Uh, but it also could be her jumping ship to being a good guy, too, if she wanted to. So that would be an interesting take on the character. But I do think uh, Brainiac has to be the first, you know? I think, I think that's got to be... Um, I don't know, that's like a Superman-level character to fight, but also, since he's able to, you know, manipulate things and stuff, like, I think you can cause a big havoc for a lot of the Justice League, so I think Brainiac has to be number one in my book, because uh, I don't want to do Darkseid, I mean, you know, Zack Snyder, I think, kind of fucked that up, so you don't want to just, because then you open up the doors to, like, oh, well, you're just copying Zack Snyder now, you know, because people are going to say that. So you have to go with somebody completely new. I think you go with Brainiac. Um, it also might help out with uh, the Suicide Squad game, depending on how the sales do for that. But if people are hyped about Brainiac, they might be like, oh, we could play a game with Brainiac in it and just do something along those lines too. So yeah, I think Brainiac would be my first choice. After that, um, 
I would love to see them take on the Suicide Squad because that would be more of a you know quote unquote grounded um, you know type of movie. But yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be. I I, I think I would go Brainiac. I, that's the that's the only person right now that's like really ingrained in my mind that needs to be um, you know in a movie. Okay, next up we got over on the YouTubes, we got Alexis Barrera that says, I remember you asking what we want to see on the channel, and what I can think of is reading horrible Batman R34, uncensored on Patreon, <laughs> okay, uh, playing Batman Minecraft, it has boss battles, and use shorts to showcase sus listener questions plus answers. Um, you know what, like, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I am very, very swamped with uh, the new channel, and that is kind of the reason why you haven't seen a lot of new content on Batman News Weekly. I was really hoping that, you know, with, uh, with Clay on board, we'd be able to get a lot more content, and he did put out some content for a bit, but with his whole move and everything, it's just that whole system died. Um, and like, yeah, so, uh, hopefully that'll be back on. I will definitely try to make content myself, uh, in the future to put out some more content here. It's just trying to get everything, uh, going. So at the moment, um, I'll see what I can do when I have some free time. Like, so this is something I, I think we had a question from Arwentz last week that was, um, saying like, what's something you want to learn in the new year or want to take advantage of? And like, organization is like my hugest thing that I learned in 2023 that I want to apply to 2024. Uh, I am trying to get like so far in advance, like as, as far as I can go in my job job, I want like things to be scheduled, planned out. Like I want to know, you know, two or three months in advance what we're doing if possible. That way I can start using all this time to focus on the new channel and once I get the new channel rolling to where I'm like, there's a video dropping every week and there's like maybe like a short or two as well, then I'm like, okay, once that is solidified, I can start dropping some Batman News Weekly content. And every once in a while, what I want to do is I, I want to like, usually Thursday is Batman News Weekly day, um, but it, since I've been recording the podcast by myself, I usually kind of record them Wednesday night so I can have Thursday free. But I do want to get to a point where once I know the podcast is ready to go for a Thursday, then I can use the rest of Thursday to maybe make a short or something. Um, but yeah, I think sus listener questions, if I could like, you know, it's, it all, I think a lot of shorts also um, matter like visually. So if I can get some like visual stuff going, I think that would be funny. Uh, also, Batman R34, <laughs> uncensored for Patreon, would be interesting. It's another reason why I'm hoping people will subscribe to Batman News Weekly is because what we can do, and oh, I don't know if we can necessarily do it uncensored on um, on YouTube, but when you get, you, we could actually get to a point where like we have memberships on YouTube, and with those paid memberships, there can be exclusive content for members only, which I think would be kind of cool, and it could be kind of content like that. So I think it'd be really nice. Um, but you know, we got to get monetized first. So that's what I'm saying. If you're out there, if you have a YouTube hit that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate it uh, because, yeah, we cannot get any type of monetization until we hit 500, and I believe that's, like, access to memberships and, like, tips and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, we, we can't really do much until until that happens. Um, but, yeah, uh, Batman Minecraft, you were, like, not the first person to suggest that. A lot of people suggest that. I've never been a huge Minecraft person. 
Um, the first time I ever really started playing Minecraft was with a friend of mine and another friend of mine. Uh, the other friend of mine, the second one, uh, fucking sucks. He can go die in a fire. A terrible human being. Terrible human. Did, did dastardly things. Uh, fuck that person. Um, so I'm, I've never been really been a big Minecraft person. So yeah, that's kind of um, one of those things. Uh, but you know, I'm always down to try out Batman stuff. Trying to try, always trying to do crazy stuff like that. So. Um, I think it would be interesting. I I'm down to try anything Batman-related on this channel. Uh, you know, I, I think that's that is what this channel's for. But it's all about just getting ready, getting, you know, the time to do it all. Uh, if I wasn't having to edit a lot of this stuff and I could just do the voices and somebody else was editing, I think that would be great too. But we'll see. Maybe, you know what, maybe in the future, if I still gotta, like, keep doing this all on my own, maybe I'll, I'll see who's interested in making content and maybe we'll go down that road. That's not anytime soon. But, just saying, if you're a video editor out there in the future, maybe. Maybe I'd be down uh, if you want to just help out. Um, uh, but again, you know, we got, we got to get these memberships going or something. We got to get some subs up in here. So, uh, maybe we could pay an editor in the future to do this for us. But, anyways, uh, moving on to Eduardo de la Cruz says, Riddler, what goes into an alley and has holes in it? Batman, my parents? A Riddler, what the fuck? No. Who, who would win? Uh, Dog Wielder versus Ace the Bat Hound. Matter Eater Lad versus Condiment King. Oh, we're bringing Condiment King back. Oh, God. Uh, Batman versus Ant-Man. Uh, we had to bring back Condiment King, huh? I forgot. What did we do that Condiment King, like, finally, like, I think we finally picked Condiment King. I don't remember what that was. But anyways, freaking, uh, let's see. Dog Wielder versus Ace the Bat Hound. I think I would go Ace the Bat Hound. I mean, but he is a dog. He's a dog welder. Um, I think Ace would be able to upper hand uh, dog welder. Uh, Matter Eater Lad versus Condiment King. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I personally would be more scared of somebody that eats metal than um, than Condiment King. So I'm gonna go Matter Eater Lad there, and Batman versus Ant Man. Look, man, I think Batman could beat anybody, but Ant-Man has the... What was that meme that was going around that, you know, the way the, the Avengers are going to beat Thanos is by Ant-Man just going up his butt and then expanding? He's got that in his back pocket the whole time, man. Although, Batman's suit is probably, like, fucking airtight. Um, you know, he probably also has a contingency plan for that, knowing Batman. But uh, I think... You know, I'll pick Batman in every other aspect, but if Ant-Man can pull off the uh, Thanos booty meme, I think I think Ant-Man would win that one. Uh, moving on to uh, Nathan, who says, What new villain sounds most interesting? Throwback a Gotham 80s supervillain that is unfrozen in present day and uses various 80s-style gadgets. That's intriguing. I like that. Uh, Deathzilla Insane heavy metal rock star turned serial killer uses rock-themed weapons, victim screams as music. Okay. Bubble Buster, or Burster, uh, metahuman that shoots bubbles, or any material, um, or wait, of any material touched, such as Joker Toxin, Fear Toxin, Lazarus Water, you name it. Huh. Interesting. I love throwback. Like, that just seems like such a fun character. Uh, Deathzilla, 
I think the idea is interesting of like heavy metal rock star. I don't know if I like the name though, but I kind of like the idea of uses different rock themed weapons, victim screams as music. That's uh, I think an intriguing concept. Uh, I think Bubble Burster is probably the worst one, but I could see being like a flavor of the week type villain. But I think I like throwback, man. I, I think I really enjoy throwback. I like the idea of a Gotham's 80s supervillain that is unfrozen. It's like Encino Man. Anybody that remembers that movie from, I, I don't uh, 90s? I want to say it's the 90s. It's when Pauly Shore was popping and stuff. So I'm going to say uh, kind of like Encino Man. I, I'm kind of down with that. Uh, last one, we got Moncray who says, What questions would you ask Red Hood if he was on the podcast? Red Hood on the podcast, I just ask him what his deal is, man. Like, pick your fucking lane. You're going to be a good guy or a bad guy. Like, why do you got to constantly, like, flip-flop? And also, what happened with that Barbara stuff? Like, bro, she's like your brother's girl. Why are you trying to, like, get up in that, you know? I ask him, like, what his deal is. Because that dude's always constantly just doing the most sus crap. Like, for real. Like, I think everybody has that friend. You're just like, bro, Really? Like, what are you doing? That is that is Red Hood, in my opinion. So I would just ask him, what's your fucking deal, bro? That's what I would legit ask Red Hood. With that last question... Okay. But moving on from that, ladies and gentlemen, we only have one book this week uh, to talk about, and that is Batman 141. This is Mind Bomb Part 3. Uh, if you don't remember the last book we talked about, Batman, it was just revealed that uh, Failsafe is now, like, the mind of Zurin Ra is inside Failsafe. Like, that was the last big dramatic thing that happened. There was also Joker. Batman was chasing after Joker. Joker tried to kill Batman's old mentor, yada yada. Um, the, I think I had a little bit of praise for the last issue looking cool with all the dollhouses and stuff like that. And it was one of those stories that had he done this right when he started his Batman run, uh, because this would have like happened right after his story that he did with, you know, Night's Fall or whatever that, I don't even know what the hell that story was called. Um, I might have cared. But it it's gotten to the point, man, with Zdarsky that, like, it doesn't even matter what he does in his books because I just don't care. Like, I've lost complete interest. Like, I was reading this book and it's, just more of the same it's batman fighting failsafe trying to get away from failsafe trying to outsmart failsafe and ultimately losing like we already had a whole arc of this so why do i care now because it's because it's zern raw inside failsafe like i don't give a shit like failsafe beat batman's ass previously and we already had batman go to the moon and do all of this crazy stuff to try to escape failsafe and he couldn't and then Failsafe sent him to another fucking universe. And so, like, that's insane. Um, but now we're doing it again? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, anyways, this whole book is, I don't want to say a nothing burger, but it is just a big fight scene again. There is this one moment when Batman escapes, and if you're in the Discord, you saw me post this, but they... I found out one way you never draw Batman, right? I've always said you never show Batman with his eyes. Like, you don't ever show his eyes in the cowl because it looks so silly. Um, my new thing is you don't show Batman jumping around like an anime character. 
Um, I, I don't even know if this is anime. It, it's very cartoony. But there's this one panel where Batman jumps out of a window. And instead of showing the cool progressive shots where, like, you know, they'll show him flipping and, like, jumping off something or grappling hooking to get to a place. This one just has, like, the line trail. You know how, like, if a bunny's going boink, 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 boink. And it has the little, like, white line to show you every little hop they did. They did that with Batman. And it looks so comical. Like, if you've ever played the game Speedrunners... He looks like the 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 character from Speedrunners, like the main mascot character. And it just looks, I, I laughed. Like, I literally laughed when I saw that panel. And, like, he gets in a, he gets in a car and he tries to take off. And, uh, you know, of course, he knows Felsafe isn't going to get there. Felsafe catches up to him, yada, yada. We get this break in between um, the thief woman broke into the clock tower. So Barbara's there. She's like, you know her. And um, Dick Grayson's like, yo, so-and-so, like, how you been? And she's like, oh, Grayson, you know, you are you look way better than Bruce and yada yada. And she's telling him how Bruce has gotten dark and he's he's not like you and you, he's not the, the person she once knew, yada yada, you know? Same old, same old that we've constantly heard a million times. We go back to Batman outsmarting Failsafe for a little bit. He goes, you know, he comes up with this thing where, like, I have to think not like myself. Failsafe would think I'm going back to Gotham to get help, but what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to go back to where we started because he won't expect it. And so Batman goes back and he gets some gadgets. Of course, Failsafe figures that out and he's all like, you can't hide from me. Like, I know you need your toys, yada yada. And then there's a big like Batman versus Fel. Like Batman has like, he put a little bit of armor on. He has these like basically lightsaber claws essentially to fight with these big lightsaber swords and, um, you know, he knows he can't beat Felsafe. He's just trying to buy time. And so as he's trying to destroy Felsafe, he's, like, cutting trees down. They're falling on him. Uh, and then eventually, you know, he loses. Like, that, that's just all it is. Like, that was always the end game, right? Uh, and there's banter back and forth, but it's just Felsafe being like, I'm the perfect you. Like, I'll continue this. This was always inevitable. Your flesh human body was going to give up. And you do have some lines in there of, like, Bruce being, like, Failsafe's arrogant because he knows he's indestructible, but I know how to, like, outwit things, yada, yada. It was a lot of that. Um, but again, not a lot of, um, not a lot of substance in this book. And it all leads to, and I, I really hate when writers do this, but I, I guess it's kind of what you need to do in comics. I don't know. I, I cannot say I ever felt, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong for people that have read this, I don't felt, I, I don't felt, I didn't feel like King did this in his run, and I don't think um, Ram V did it in his Catwoman run, but people setting up, like, it feels like a story is just a setup for a big event. Like, I remember in King's run, I mean, I guess you could say that for the wedding, but the wedding actually played a part in King's story. Like, it was a story element, it was a story beat, whereas, like, Tynan... He did all of the all of the crap to lead up to Joker War. Like that was always his his thing. I don't want to say his end game, but it felt like he just did a bunch of stuff so he could do uh Joker War. And then everything else after Joker War didn't really matter. Like it was a bunch of like, "Oh, they're taking over the city." Yada yada. Like, yeah, sure it all intertwined in some way, but 
it didn't really feel like it just felt like separate events not like a long full story which i felt like king did really well in his run but i could be wrong anyways what ends up happening here is this big fight leads to batman waking up again because remember in the previous issue he woke up from his bed to realize that failsafe was um there um so batman loves waking up in beds also if you actually think about it he's woken up in beds a lot of Zadarsky's run. He woke up in Atlantis in a bed. Uh, he woke up in... Well, he didn't wake up in a bed when he got transferred to another dimension, but woke up in an alley. Like, a lot of waking up in bed. This Batman's very sleepy. So, just want to say that. But Batman wakes up in a bed. He's like, where am I? He's like, no windows. Um, you know, we got to be very far deep. Is this is this fail-safes or Zuran Ra's lair? And then you hear a good morning, sunshine. And it's Joker. And a Joker that's beaten up. A Joker that is wearing, like, a full vest and neck brace. And he's like, oh, yeah, Zaren Ra did, uh, he did a number on me. And Bruce is like, where does this go, Joker? Like, how do you know about Zer? How do you know about my mentors? How do you know about all of that? Like, uh, tell me how you're involved. And it leads to the last panel that's like, you know what, Brucey? I think I'll do exactly that. And then it just says, Joker, year one. So as I was saying, it felt like all of this is just to lead up to year one. Like, Joker wasn't a, a player in this whole story. Like, Failsafe and Zuran Ra have always been the main catalyst of the story, right? But Joker, not necessary. They He's just, Zadarsky is shoehorning Joker in here because Joker sells. I gotta have my own Joker event. And now, look, I think I've been on the record of this, right? I am totally... I think we need a break from Joker. I think I think Joker needs to go in the vault for, like, five years so we can miss him. And then when he comes back, we're like, oh, do you remember all the good Joker stories? But, but, if DC fires Sadarsky and was all like, all right, Juice, we want you to write Batman for the next hundred issues... I'm gonna fucking do a Joker story, okay? Like that's because he's that iconic, right? Uh, I would be a hypocrite in that sense. I will openly admit it because I think everybody has a Joker story to tell. Like I genuinely think that. Even if you're just a fan, you probably thought of an idea before where you're like, "Oh, it would be cool if Joker does this." I think it's just, it's just because he's that good of a character. I think everybody probably has a Batman story too. You know, doesn't mean that it's good. Doesn't that? I think we can say that for a lot of people, right? And we have professional writers doing stories with these characters, and they're not that great sometimes. Um, but I think everybody has a story for Batman and Joker. So either way, looks like we're building to Zadarsky's Joker event, and we've talked about this before. It is going to be a three-part... I think it's like over the next three weeks, or it's going to be three weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken, instead of like three months in a row. So, very interesting to see. I don't know if this is going to be next week and then the following and then the following, or if it's next month and then three weeks in a row. Uh, but that's what's going to happen is uh, Joker Year One is what this is going to build to. I don't care. Um, I, I'm going to call it right now, since I already call it kind of called the Zuran Raw stuff, right? I'm going to say that Joker, which this wouldn't make sense, um, Joker has been... Uh, I don't know, he was, like, one of Batman's, like, training partners or disciples or some bullshit. Like, the way he knows every single one of Batman's villains or whatever, it's because, like, 
he was there. Like, that's why he's able to fight everybody. That's why he's able to survive. It's because he was awful, also like a student of all of these people. Or I can see that. That's a little far-fetched. Or, or, hear me out. It's because, and I think this is actually going to be the, this, is, this one makes more sense. It's going to be, you know, because there's a backstory. I haven't even talked about this yet. There is a backstory um, talking about how Zurin Ra was able to put himself inside, inside a failsafe. And for whatever reason, again, this doesn't really make sense, y'all. He put, Zurin Ra put his mind into failsafe. And when he did that, he was able to connect with all of the other Batman from other universes. You know how, you know, when Batman skipped through all of the universes and then at the very end of that issue, he created a bunch of Zurin Ra's from all the other worlds? Um, that's how it's supposed to play out. You think that they're created because he jumped through all those universes. Well, um, apparently he unlocks the way to talk to all of them through Failsafe. How that's possible... I don't know. Now, if I'm if I'm imagining this correctly, uh, I can assume that this does happen after the universal thing. Because I'm trying to make headcanon of this. Um, and I'm trying to approach this from where I think Zadarsky wants me to understand it from. This would happen after jumping universes. So, Zurin Ra is still created by Batman jumping through all the universes. And when he's hooking up Failsafe in this area to update his mind, it's in a moment where Bruce is not in control. And so Zurin Ra is in control, and he's updating this hive mind or whatever. And what we end up finding out... It, you know what? Actually, that's exactly what it is, because I just looked at some more panels, and it makes sense. So, But what doesn't make sense is how him updating his mind... To Zurin Ra, not uh, how Zurin Ra updating his mind to Failsafe also brought in all of the other Zurin Ra's from the other universes. It just doesn't make sense. And that's what we talked about in the previous issue or issues beyond that when Batman was fighting inside his own mind. Uh, how is he connected to every freaking Zurin Ra or every Batman mind in the universe? So with Zadarsky wanting you to believe that Batman somehow can connect to every other Batman in the universe via his mind. Joker, we know that um, that Zadarsky wants you to believe that the first Joker was created on his weird-ass planet. You know, that weird Joker that also has reverse Flash powers or whatever. Uh, he wants you to believe that that guy, I forgot his fucking name, that guy started and created every Joker in every universe. He is the fucking, what is it? The um, Essentially, he's the Big Bang. He started every Joker. And so I think that that character is going to come back somehow or that the Joker on this planet somehow has been able to connect his hive mind to see every other experience that Bruce has ever had or whatever. You know what I mean? Something like that. It's going to be something crazy. Um, I would assume... I would play... Poor, blah, 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 blah. 
I would put more money on that theory than the previous theory of, you know, Joker's been, you know, he's always been around Bruce. He's been training him from day one or whatever. Um, but the one thing I can tell you for a fact is I don't care. I genuinely don't. Like, I read this because, you know, we've been, you could say it at this point, hate reading this. But, I mean, I don't even think it's hate reading. Because if it was hate reading, I would never, ever praise Sadarsky. And there was some praise in the in the last issue. Uh, you know, I will always say good things about George. Uh, well, his art. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of George's writing. But for the most part, uh, you know, the book always looks great. But I just wasn't, um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't care. And I think that's the worst thing as a writer somebody can say is they don't care about the product because a hate watcher or a hate reader is still you're still getting their attention and as long as you got somebody's attention that's all that matters doesn't matter if they love it or hate it you know haters are going to talk shit but the point is they're maybe still buying your book to hate on it if they're if they're ethical haters you know we like ethical haters you know you're still supporting comics you're still buying the book you hate if you buy a book Honestly, I think if you spend your own money on something, you can talk all the shit you want about it. I think it's, I think that's fair game. You know what I mean? I paid hard-earned money for this. I can give my opinion. I think that is a fair statement. Nobody has to listen to it, but I think you have, you have the option to do so. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, but I think that's, I don't know. Somebody has definitely said that before. I don't know if it was in wrestling or not, but whether they, you want people to either love you or hate you, because if they don't, then you're nothing. You're boring. And I don't think anybody wants to be boring, right? So, you know, I will say Zadarsky at least has me in that um, that vein. Well, had me, I should say, because like I said, I don't care anymore. I think it's just boring. I'm like, bro, seen it. You've done it. I mean, you're telling the same story over and over. Like, give me something I haven't seen before. And it, he's giving me just fail-safe fights again. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens in Joker year one. I've already made my predictions. If you have a prediction for what's going to happen in Joker year one, let me know. Uh, drop it in the comment section of YouTube after you subscribe, of course. But um, yeah, that is all we got for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Small podcast to start out the year. Wasn't a lot of Batman news. Uh, there is, you know, uh, Superman Legacy is gearing up to start uh, filming uh, later this year. James Gunn said all the costumes are being worked on. Everything's, you know, plane tickets are bought. All that, you know, you know, actors are memorizing lines. So that thing's about to get going. Hopefully, when that starts filming, we'll also start getting some Batman DCU news and uh, maybe some stuff about Arkham Asylum and whatnot, since that is, uh, you know, it's being, it's in production, like writing pre-production, I should say. So maybe some stuff will come out for that as well. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'm going to probably for the first few weeks hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube. And, uh, you know, also if you're on Spotify, if there's like likes or favorites or anything you can do on that, that always helps out too. But I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Hope everybody, I wish everybody an amazing new year going forward. I hope we all have amazing years and everybody's successful. Everybody's doing what they want in life and everybody's having good health and all that jazz. Uh, and if you don't have good health at the moment, I hope you get better uh, going forward. But that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman. News Weekly.